welcome to the Ha 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 Alia podcast. I'm your host, Alia Sauli. Whether you're a boss babe in the corporate world, a busy mama, or a hustling entrepreneur, this show is made for you. I want these episodes to motivate you, inspire you, fuel you, and light you up. That way, you too can make your dreams a reality. Are you ready? Let's go. Yes, I'd like a cheeseburger, please. Large fries and a cosmopolitan. One of the hardest things in life is to be brave enough to be yourself. Be here now. If you want something done, honey, do it yourself. Welcome back, my friends. I am excited that you are here with me today. I am slightly losing my voice, so bear with me. But I was wanting February to be about love and self-love and dating, but I always have good ideas in the shower, and I was in the shower, and I realized something on my heart I did not want to speak about. I promised myself I wouldn't talk about it for six months until after I launched this or several months after I launched this, but it popped in my head, and then I prayed about it, and then I was like, oh, crap, I don't want to do this topic. It's on depression and anxiety. That is not what I want to talk about. What the heck? I want to talk about shopping and poop and eating right and relationships and love and all the things. And so I really prayed about it for a couple days, actually. And then I realized that if I feel so called and it's on my heart and in, you know, I believe in God and I feel like this is something that needs to be discussed, then I need to just own it. And, you know, suicide rates are at an all time high. Abuse cases, you know, domestic abuse, abuse cases, child abuse cases, their percentages are outrageous. And so there are stages and storms in life. And 2020 was one of those, right? And I think part of our issue is obviously social media. And not giving back to yourself and not being true to who you are. And I think it's a series of things. And um, somebody recently told me, and it was such a compliment coming from this person. They said, you're such an inspiration. And I was thinking about it. I was like, oh my gosh, no, I'm not. Thank you though. Like I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But I remember taking it as a huge compliment. Now you could be listening. And if you're a friend of mine, you're probably laughing right now. And then maybe you are inspired by me and thanks, appreciate it. So at the end of the day, I had to really think about like, where did I come from? And not too long ago, you know, somebody in my life passed away and we talked about this on the first episode. I try not to talk about this topic, but um, I spiraled and I quit my job. I quit school. Um, This is probably, I don't know, 11 years ago, 10 years ago. I was really sick all the time. Um, My stomach issues were really, really bad. And I was really depressed and I was scared to go outside. And I, you know, lost my car. And, you know, it just, it, it was a spiral of horrible things that, you know, really, it was just a tough time. And so when people say, you know, I'm, you know, so proud of you, if they knew me then, it is the biggest compliment because that means they saw my lowest points. 
you know, there's always, there's that dorky saying, you know, there's a rainbow at the end of every storm. And I don't want anybody to listen to this and be like, oh, like, come on, what a complainer. That is not it. I have a beautiful life. I am so blessed. I am so happy and fulfilled and I feel like I'm living my purpose. And there's a lot of work though that it took. There's a lot of shadow work as, you know, my hippie friends would say, or there's a lot of deep rooted wounds that you have to heal before you can come out of that. And part of that is asking for help. Part of that is having a support system. You know, when I would say like 10, 11 years ago, when I got the news that something bad had happened, I was probably in bed for like 30 days. And I remember I'm, I'm such a clean freak. If you guys know me, you guys know I'm like probably slightly OCD. I'm a clean freak. I like to even wipe doorknobs down. So when everybody has Clorox and hand sanitizer, it actually makes my heart, heart happy. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, I remember I was like in bed for a, probably too long. Uh, my house was a mess. I'm assuming there was like pizza boxes everywhere. Like I was just didn't clean up. I wasn't cleaned up. I was just, you know, um, took my last final, quit school, quit my job. Like just, it was just bad. And so I remember my, my best friend and my mom showed up at my door and with ice cream, they had to bribe me with ice cream for me to open the door. And they said, that person passed away, but you didn't get up. And I remember being angry, pissed, like, you don't know what I'm going through. Like, how could you, you know, make me want to get up and shower and get dressed? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But I, I look at my life now. And of course, there's moments of sadness, but the good always outweighs the bad. But I'm looking back then. And all I saw was darkness. And again, I didn't really want to bring this up really early on in my podcast. So I'm actually like shocked that I'm doing this, to be honest. But with suicide rates being so high and people not knowing to where to go for help, I think the, the number one thing is self-care. You know, that's probably the first thing. The second thing is it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to ask for help. That doesn't mean you're weak. That means you know that you have a support system and a loving family that want to support you. And maybe it's not your family. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a neighbor. There's somebody in your life that you can call. And the last thing is taking care of your mind, soul, and your body. And so I'm going to give you some examples of that, but I, but I want people to understand that don't go through depression. I'm gritty. I'm a hustler. Like I, I, I know that about myself. I have joyous, like somebody called me jovial the other day. I think it was Leisha, um, who will be our next guest. So, you know, there are moments of, I have like a childlike spirit. Like I get excited with you know, snow-capped mountains and the snow and the rain, like there's little things that light me up. But I do have a little bit of a darker side and I'm kind of a pessimist. And so I have to train myself and have it top of mind if I want to be positive and if I want to be optimistic. And if you don't understand depression, don't try to help them. Just listen. Don't try to fix them. 
just listen or ask if they need additional support. Maybe they need a phone number to call. But for those of you guys that get it, it takes all of your energy just to get up, get dressed, brush your teeth, walk the dog, and go to work. Like it's all of your energy just to wake up. And I don't know how to describe it except for your, it's like a constant state of exhaustion, a constant state of like fatigue. You feel kind of empty a little bit. You feel like something's missing. Depression's a bitch, like really. Anxiety is too. I, I've suffered with anxiety. I talk about that all the time. I always love, you know, um, ashwagandha or there's a marshmallow root that's a really good for anxiety. Those are more of a holistic way. You could do CBD drops. Just don't tell your doctor. CBD bath bombs are amazing. You can do that. So there are ways that you can cope with anxiety and depression. And I think it's hard when someone that doesn't understand what it feels like and you, they want you to describe it to them in the moment. And so if you have a significant other, it's okay to describe it to them when you're not feeling low or write it out um, because they're not going to fully understand it. But it's okay if they just want to listen and know you're so lucky that you have somebody to go to. You're so blessed. But it's, it's like vicious cycles. And this is with depression or anxiety. It's like you are not feeling good or you're tired or you're burnt out or you're stressed or you're anxious or you're irritable. Um, I think fatigue is my biggest, my biggest red flag for me personally and tummy issues. But then it starts to fade. It could also go the opposite direction. But then it starts to fade and you're, it doesn't go away, but it's like more manageable. And all of a sudden you have this like increased level of like shame and guilt. Like it could go one or two ways. Shame that you have depression or or guilt and shame because you know that your life is so great and so you feel crappy for feeling crappy. That was me. I'm like, I'm so lucky my, in my life. The, the support system I have, my family, my friends, my job, my insurance, like I can go on and on about the things I'm just so grateful for. How can I be sad right now? So, you know, and then the depression kicks back in. So it's like this roundabout way. Another thing is I'm not a doctor. So don't take this at face value. I'm just kind of talking about my experience. So please, I should have probably said that first. But I don't want anybody to think I'm giving you advice. I just want you guys to understand what helps me. And if that is getting medical attention, thank God for medical attention. If that is taking medicine, if your doctor tells you to take it, take your medicine. If your doctor tells you not to take it, don't take your medicine. Like make sure that you're following because Whenever you feel bad, you want to feel better. Whenever you feel unhealthy, you just want to be healthy again. But whenever you're sad, it's like climbing out of a hole with no ladder. So it's okay to ask for help. But you need to start saying no to things. If you, you know, have a dinner party that you're supposed to go to, but you are not feeling it, don't go fake it. Be okay with saying, I can't make it. And this is why. And if that person has a problem with it, then they don't understand. They'll get over it. You know? And so it's hard for me to say no because I'm a total people pleaser. I want everybody happy all the time. And 
yeah, I had to set boundaries. I'm sorry, I can't do that. No, I'm so sorry, I can't make that. Um, I'm not sure yet. You know, I, I try not to make false promises. If I promise something, I will deliver. So I try not to say yes to things unless I know for sure, especially when I'm in that anxious place. And so things that can help you when you're in that weird space is deep breathing. It doesn't matter where you are. You can do deep breathing. Breathe in, hold, breathe out, and do it like five to 10 times. That doesn't take a lot of time. It rewires your brain so that it can function properly, so you can focus better and increases your memory levels. Like I can go on and on about why deep breathing is so important. And if you're like me, and I've said this actually in a work training recently, if you're like me and you can't sit down and read 10 pages in a book or do deep breathing or go to the gym or go for a walk, if you do not have time and you are lying to yourself and you need it the most. And for me, it's really hard for me to sit still. So meditation is not that exciting for me, but I know my brain needs it when I'm in that space. And so I've taught myself, oh, and what's interesting now that I'm older and I've you know lived with this most of my life, I've taught myself when I start feeling it come up, if I start feeling those things come up, then I'm like, okay, now I need to go back into my schedule. And so I know what my body does when it's going into that place. And the times in my life where I didn't listen to that feeling um, resulted in panic attacks. And so, um, which ended up, they're just bad. And so it's like, you've got to take care of yourself. You make promises probably all day long to your boss, to your coworkers, to your family, to your kids that you're gonna feed them. Um, You make promises all day long. You need to promise yourself and stick with it that you are going to take care of yourself. And another one is gardening. Now, I hate my fingers dirty. So get flowers at Trader Joe's and that will suffice. (laughs) Put them around the house. Turn off your social media. Turn off your TV. Turn off the news. If you are not doing well, you need to focus on your headspace. You don't need external crap coming in. And what is social media? What I mean, there's so many great things about the news that keep you informed. There's so many great things about social media. I'm so lucky that we have social media. I can contact you know, my family in Dubai and Lebanon in just a second. Like that didn't used to happen before. And so it, what a blessing that is. But if you're just scrolling to aimlessly scroll and you're comparing your life to other people and you are not being intentional, about your time, it's time to rein it back. And, you know, I remember at one point, I felt like my anxiety kicking and I was like, Oh, it's coming. The rabbit hole is coming. So what I did was Monday through Friday, I would turn I would literally delete the apps off my phone. I would make sure I set a timer, I'd lay out my clothes the night before I'd set a timer and I'd go to bed and I'd sleep exactly eight hours. I would wake up and drink a ton of water. And so just little things like that really would shape it to kick it out. Like, right, eat healthy, don't go out partying, you know, happy hour is always fun. But I actually personally don't even like going out. Like I love, (laughs) I love a face mask and going to bed early with my book and waking up early and feeling great. So maybe that's a 30s thing. So turn off social media, turn off 
TVs. Turn off any external negativity. And if you can't because you live with people that are negative, wake up earlier and read a book and or go for a walk to get away from them. Um, do self-care. Get a massage. And if you can't afford a massage, that's okay. Take a bubble bath. Put a face mask on. Read a good book or put some candles on and, and take a bubble bath. Get outside and walk. Run. Jog. Go on a hike. If you don't know where to hike, there's an app called All Trails. You can jump on that. For me, I will always grab a good book or a journal and I just go sit on the beach. And if you're not near a beach, go to a place where it's really quiet and serene and it just makes you happy um, and feel good. It's like the feel good place. Everybody has a feel good place. Read. Uh, Start a new morning routine. If you need ideas, Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning is insane. Watch what you eat. And it's not so much from a diet perspective or a health. It's not like a weight thing. It's a, your head feels better when you eat nutritious foods, spinach, blueberries, nuts. I don't know. There's a ton of things out there that when you eat them, they're actually, your salmon. There's so much that's good for your brain. It helps your serotonin levels. It helps your memory. It helps all kinds of stuff. Do something nice for someone else. And it's hard when you're so focused on yourself in those moments to look outward, but go volunteer somewhere. Somebody somewhere has it way harder than you where you feel guilty for complaining. Now, I'm not saying that you should feel guilty. That's not what this is. Please don't think that way. It feels so good when you can give back, even if it's, you know, you're going to the grocery store. And your next door neighbor's kind of an older lady and you go get groceries for her. So she doesn't have to go outside. Or you have Instacart. Do that for your neighbor who doesn't have it. Or ordering the drink behind you. And on the cup at Starbucks, you have never met the person in the drive-thru, right? Have a nice day on their cup. Whatever it is where you can, and maybe you don't have the funds to do things like that. And that's okay. Go volunteer. Go volunteer at a homeless shelter or a convalescent home. I know with COVID times, it's a lot harder, but there's things you can do virtually. I know somebody that is working with a group of women and teaching them English on Zoom. I know someone else that every Friday goes in and volunteers at a shelter for women with their kids. So give back, write your best friend a card and tell them you're thinking of them. Write your mom a letter, call your grandma. Like I'm, I'm just throwing some stuff out there, but it doesn't have to cost anything. If there's a dude actually listening to this, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, leave your wife post-its around the house that you're thinking of her. Those free thoughtful items go way farther than jewelry. Although we love jewelry. So just, you know, sleep enough. If it's hard for you to sleep because you got little ones, Really try to make it apparent that you can try to get as much sleep as possible. If you don't have little ones, don't sleep too long. You know, I think that's another thing that people notice, like, I'm just tired all the time. I just want to sleep all the time. That's also a red flag. And so, you know, work on that. And, you know, I think people forget that there's so many free resources out there. And this is another thing, you know, I've, I've mentioned, it's very rare when I talk about my depression and anxiety, very, very rare. Because I don't want anybody to like look at me with those like sad eyes, like they feel sorry for me or something because I'm, I've figured out how to navigate it. And I'm, I'm so grateful that I've 
learned so many different techniques where I get to share them with people and, and it helps them. And so it's worth it to me. And plus, because of that, I'm kind of weird and goofy and have a creepy sense of humor. And I'm creative. And so there's so many different levels of me, you know, when I hear a song, and I can feel the emotion in the song, or I look at a piece of art, and I can feel the emotion just looking at that art. That's probably the empath in me, you know, but it's also because I have, when you can be in a dark, dark place, you see things differently in a bright, bright way. And so it's almost like, I feel sorry for people that don't fully understand anxiety and depression because they might not feel the things I do. Now, obviously, I'm not knocking that, but I, I think I feel things in a deeper way. So I, I empathize with people in a deeper way. And so that's why, you know, listening to a song can literally bring me to tears or looking at a piece of art can literally bring me to tears because I can feel that emotion that was put into that, especially when it was like darkness. And so you know, Jim Carrey and Robin Williams are perfect examples. Everybody's like, why are they so happy? They're jovial. They're fun. Like, how could it be them? The people that are the happiest probably have seen some, some shit. They've probably seen some darkness. And what a beauty life is that if you can see darkness and you've seen the bottomless of the pits, you embrace joy and love and excitement, and the beautiful things in life in a whole deeper way. And so yeah, there's a silver lining, you know, in all things. And I think that can be a positive, you know, the greatest artists, greatest artists out there are kind of dark, right? The greatest musicians out there, they're dark. And so that doesn't mean it's all darkness, and not at all. But there's a level of beauty, especially with you know, I keep using art as an example here, but there's a level of beauty that comes with that. And so don't feel sorry for people if they're feeling low. Just be somebody that you can, that can listen. And if it's over your head and it's somebody that's in too deep, and this is advice for somebody that, you know, doesn't really understand this, get them resources. There's so many free resources out there for therapy. There's so many free resources out there for group therapy and art therapy and There's so many free resources for workshops and it's so important to take care of yourself because you're worth being here and you were perfectly made and beautifully made. And whether you believe this or not, this is just what I believe. You can call it whatever you want. I say God, you can call it universe, source, whatever you want to call it. They made you perfectly you, exactly you. Somebody actually knows how many freaking hairs are on our heads. Like God made me exactly the way I was supposed to be. Does that mean I fall short sometimes and make mistakes? And yeah, like maybe don't check myself when I'm spiraling, but I'm perfectly made. I will continue to work on myself, mind, body, and soul, but I am perfectly made. And so just remind yourself that you were put on this earth to do something. You've been given gifts to show the world what you can do. Don't let depression and anxiety hold you back. Yes, if you need help, it's okay to ask for help. And for people that are in a good place right now, but understand what I'm saying, don't let that be your crutch. Have that be the thing that propels you forward. So I'm going to close with this. It's a quote. It is in our darkest moments 
that we must find the light. There is light everywhere we go. There is beauty in all things. You are perfectly, perfectly made. And I'm going to put free resources in the show notes, whether you or someone else needs additional support. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just going off my own experiences. I hope that I gave you tangible like tricks and tips if you're feeling under the weather to reset and get unstuck. And just know therapy is therapy is cool. You get to talk to a stranger about things without any judgment because they don't even know you. Like get into therapy. Go for a run. I don't even like working out. I work out because it helps my headspace. And so it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to seek a better life, a better way of feeling and go out there and have the best week. Again, this was not supposed to be the episode. And so I, you know, maybe this, maybe I'm supposed to record this for someone specific. And if that's the case, girl, I feel you. You'll get through this and there's so much goodness coming. And so keep the faith, keep the vision, keep, you know, the imagination that you have for a better life and go get the help that you need because you deserve, you deserve the best. You deserve to be unstoppable. And everybody needs a good comeback story. We're still waiting for Britney's. And for those of you guys that were just tuning in, thank you so much. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with a friend. Please check the show notes if you need any resources. And just know I am praying that you guys have the best week. Happy February. I can't even believe that we are here.